Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Aspiring Adult Podcast. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about my tarot card reading that I got done over the weekend, but we're also going to talk about what I thought my tarot card reading was going to be before I got to my tarot card reading and how everything really just fell into place of the topics that my, the psychic that I worked with and I talked about. So... Let's start from the beginning, shall we? Naturally, as the story does. If you're a listener of the podcast, you probably are aware, but I'm really struggling in finding where my voice is, not necessarily within the podcast itself, but just in life in general. So if we remember back earlier to this year, I went to a retreat at Miraval and it was an amazing experience and I really learned that my calling in this life is speaking, it's communication, and trying to figure out how to leverage my voice in the way that I think I'm supposed to. Which is why I rebranded the podcast, why I've been really focusing a lot of energy on the podcast this year, and then additionally, trying to figure out what that voice could potentially lead into in my professional career. So, although my podcast is ideally what I'd like for my professional career to be one day, maybe some sort of public speaking, I'm unsure, but... Since I've sunken so much time into my podcast and wanting to be a vocal person and speaking more, I've been offered more speaking engagements at work. I've been offered to be the face of the company at these speaking events. I've been offered to host panels, things along those lines, which has been great opportunities for me and really solidified the fact that I do enjoy speaking in front of people. I enjoy speaking to people. I enjoy moderating conversations. So... I really have decided that the career that I want to get into is public speaking or to host my own talk show one day. Like, think Ellen, think Oprah, think Drew Barrymore. Like, that is, that is what I want to do. That is end goal. Like, that would be my pinnacle of success. So... In getting there, I, I'm, I'm struggling because I got my degree in mechanical engineering and ever since I left that realm, it's been very difficult for me to know what to do next. And I'm a big planner. I take a lot of comfort in knowing that what I'm doing right now is setting me up for success going forward. And I'm very, and this is not in all aspects of my life. It's mostly just with career because I think that with career, it's something that you can moreover plan out more and more. But the more that I age, the more that I've realized that that's not true, like at all. So if you would have asked me two, three years ago, what my end goal was, what my dream career was, I likely, up until today, honestly, I would have likely told you that I wanted to be a venture capitalist in the sustainable tech world or just in sustainability. And I really, really gravitated towards venture capitalism because I loved that you got to do the diligence on a company to decide if that's something that's going to be put out into the world, if that's going to be something that you're putting capital in that you see a positive return on investment for. And the more and more that I talk to the venture capitalists, I better understand how do I set myself up for this, the more and more that they made everything that they do feel so unique and not replicated. Like, it was so posh. It was so, like, I felt like I was being talked down to every single time 
that I talked to a venture capitalist to ask where they got to how they got to where they are. And today I was like, that's it. Like I really he asked me, how badly do you want to be a venture capitalist? Or like, how much do you want to be a venture capitalist? And I, I, I said like 99.9% sure. And I said that knowing that that was a lie. Cause as soon as he asked it, that 99.9% sure plummeted to zero. And I was like, what type of question is that? Like, what a weird thing to say. Like, obviously if I tell you that I want to be a venture capitalist, that means that I want, like, why are you questioning the validity of that statement? So that was kind of my final straw in terms of venture capitalism. I just don't think that that is truly a a market that I wanted to get into. I largely, I had a very optimistic rose-colored glasses on about the profession itself. I thought that it was more over helping people than helping oneself. I realized that venture capitalists are the pinnacle of individual contributor. They are there for their own gain. They don't care about anybody else but themselves. And that is probably the furthest away from how my morals and values align with this world. So now I'm back to the drawing board. I'm trying to figure out, okay, I now know what my dream job is. How do I figure out how to get there? And maybe we can use the podcast to get in the right direction. Maybe we can use the podcast the podcast to get my foot in the door with maybe a producer or something. I'm not sure. So all of that conversation really, really, truly solidified, okay, I don't need to be in venture capital. I don't need to be questioned if I wanted to be a venture capitalist. Obviously, if I'm asking to have a conversation with you about how to become a venture capitalist, it's something I want to do. So I've decided, yeah, probably not the route for me. And why I thought that I wanted to be a venture capitalist largely stemmed from not only the fact that I thought that I was going to be helping people, but largely because I was listening to a podcast called How I Built This with Guy Raz. And it's one of my favorite podcasts ever. I recommend it to everybody. It is such a good podcast. And all of the guests that Guy Raz has on the show are so humble, so modest. And these are large, large entrepreneurs. Like, the founder of Bumble, the founder of Away, like the suitcase brand, the founder of Warby Parker, or founders, I should say. It is really amazing how humble and modest that they are. And these entrepreneurs sacrifice so much of themselves for this product because they think that it's gonna improve other people's lives. And that, I think, is the part of the story that I resonated most with. That, the entrepreneurial side, is what I think that I always was more drawn to. And I thought that the the idea of entrepreneur was too foreign to me. The way that there was an actual role, you could become a venture capitalist by doing X, Y, and Z, that seemed more structured and so seemed like a more of a safe bet. Which is kind of funny because venture capitalists don't really consider themselves to be like risk averse. They are typically risk takers. Nonetheless, um, so I decided that, all right, I am really drawn to entrepreneurialism. And in my last podcast episode or a few episodes ago, I talked about how your 20s is the biggest time to take a risk on yourself. And I know that I'm talking a lot about career here and like there's more to life than career, but when I'm talking about your calling and I think again, everybody has a calling, it's different. 
I think everybody is on this planet to do something. I think that everyone was put here for a specific purpose. And I think that my purpose is communicating. I think that it is talking to people. I think it's talking with people. I think it's talking about people. It's just about talking, all right? So I've been struggling at work and I think that this is the opportunity for me to take the time to really sink in and let that set in and really reflect on, I am very unhappy but where do I find happiness? How do I move to the next thing? How do I follow my life's call? So with all that being said, I know that my last tarot card reading was less about work and more about my love life, about my home life, about relationships. And so that tarot card reading really led to a lot of self-growth that I don't think I would have ever gotten to on my own. I tried to get to once before with a therapist. And if you haven't listened to my episode of I traded my therapist in for a psychic, I highly recommend it because in that episode, I really go into detail about how I seeked out or sought out, whatever the term is there, how I sought out a psychic not like it was I don't think anything is by coincidence but I sought out a psychic just because I thought it would be a fun thing to do and ended up resolving my relationship with my mother be deciding that I or finding my life's calling like those are two major things like if that is all I did in the from the tarot card reading that is enough like mending your relationship with a family member that you have had a recent falling out with or just a falling out with in general and you haven't had a relationship with them and then additionally finding what your life calling is like each one of those events is huge each one of them is major and it was so largely rooted in my relationship with myself and my relationship with others and specifically my relationship with my mother and then additionally if we remember in that tarot card reading she said that I was going to be meeting the love of my life in six to nine months So I got that reading on February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. So if we do the math on that, we have approximately until January or February, March, April, May, June, July, August is six months, September, October, November. We hit the nine months. We missed it. We did not meet the love of our life. So that was really upsetting to find that. Um, or maybe we did and we just don't know that that is the person that we're supposed to end up with just yet, but I didn't meet them. I, it it stinks. So I was, it's so wild, but because I've been facing so many difficulties in my own personal life, I'm struggling with trying to find a romantic partner. And additionally, I really just feel lost in my life in general. So was looking to get a tarot card reading and I was looking online and I was like, wow, this is just so expensive here. Like why is California so expensive for psychics? I'm so unsure. It's a tarot card reading for 20 minutes and you want to charge me $80? Like I completely get it. Like if you're clairvoyant and you get to talk and you have that higher energy calling to you and you have to be in the right mindset and it takes a lot of your own mental energy I completely get it but I miss the Boston prices of that I miss places where I feel like it was a little bit more scarce and 
the demand was just as high I would imagine and people like it was just less money like uh, I think my tarot card reading in Boston was $45 and all the ones online here were like 80 to 100 which again I get it make your bag whatever I was looking online and I just really like I, I couldn't come to terms with finding the right psychic or finding someplace that I felt called to and so I put it on the back burner and I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to worry about this right now. And so this past weekend, there was a holiday fair at my, in my town. And so the entire like main block was blocked off. The entire main block was blocked. Though it sounds really redundant, but you know what I mean? There were just tents and vendors and I passed the first vendor and it was mostly just like jewelry and stuff and then there was one vendor that was like spirituality reading and it was just a bunch of like it didn't feel like put together it didn't it felt very sterile like it was a white tent it looked like someplace that you would go and get blood drawn and i was like you know i'm not feeling very called to go in there so i walked past and i was like okay like if i really want to go and get it done i'll go back to this place and i will get it done I was getting on my bike to go home and then I decided okay there's actually another market across the street so I'll just go in there there's normally like really cute thrifting items in there was trying to look around for that I walk in there and there's a tarot card reader and I was like are you this can't be real like I I can't believe it so I just walked by and I was like I'm not gonna do it like I don't want to spend the money and then I was like you know what like I've been looking for a tarot card reader and I just passed that place that was at the market and I didn't feel called to go in there, but this place, I'm going to go in here. I, I think that this place was put here because I'm supposed to go in there. And so I went up to her. She was really, really nice. Her name is Sunshine. I'm going to bring her on for an episode. So that's going to be something exciting to look forward to. But she had this really great energy about her she was really silly she was really goofy and it was just a very natural reading i was fully expecting to have the reading be about my love life and especially because i was supposed to have found the love of my life from the last six to nine months and i just have it and i was like okay maybe if i go to the psychic she'll tell me why she'll tell me what's going on and funny enough she did not. She did not say anything about my love life. And I mean, that's fine. We didn't need to talk about my love life. I just was looking for some guidance in life in general. Like, hi, I'd like to get a tarot card reading. I don't really even tell her my name. We just walk over to these like cushioned seats that she had and this round table with a gorgeous linen tablecloth and a basket full of crystals and all of these linens and things hanging from the tent that she had and then this gorgeous floor mat and all these rugs and it was very warm and it was very inviting and she sits down and she's like okay we're gonna start with a meditation and we're gonna bring in whoever you pray to and some of our angels and our higher versions of ourselves and we're then going to get into the tarot card reading. So this was very, very different from my tarot card reading that I did with my psychic in Boston. So in Boston, we did the tarot card reading in terms of she had me ask the deck a question. And then after I asked the deck a question, I shuffled the cards and then 
she then laid all of the cards out. And it was the past, present, and future that she laid three different rows out for. This was very, very different than that. So her name was Sunshine. Sunshine goes to her trunk of cards and picks up just a ton of cards. And she's like, I have hundreds and hundreds of cards here. Like, really anything can be in my hand. It's just what we feel our energy is being called to pick up and put down. I was like, okay, sounds good to me. So again, I love psychics because I am such a talker. Obviously, I'm such a talker. I feel like I'm compelled to talk all the time. And so to be able to sit down and have someone talk at you and talk about your situation from an outsider's perspective, just in terms of like a read of energy or a sense to the higher connected or whatever you believe in, it is just such a comforting feeling because you get to sit back and relax and you get to see how your how everything unfolds like take it as you will but that is essentially how these psychic readings go and so i really love that about these sessions and i specifically with readings in general cuz you don't do much of the work the psychic or the medium or the person that's reiki certified is going to do the reading for you So she starts laying down these cards and the first card is inspiration. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, again, I didn't tell her, this is very similar to the setup of the the situation when I was in Boston. I didn't tell her any information about myself. I didn't tell her anything besides for the fact that my name was Sarah. I told her that I had just moved here from Boston and that I had the same job when I moved. And that was pretty much it. I didn't really say anything else. And and then she lays down the next card and it's about entrepreneurship. And she was like, you have some crazy boss girl energy going on about you. There's a lot of inspiration that's drawing from it. Let's put down the next card. She puts down the next card and it's death. I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Um, why, why am I getting a death card? And so I'm like, holy, I'm immediately shitting the bed. I'm like, all right, so I am going to die. And obviously, like, I let her do the reading. I'm not giving any of this commentary, but I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my God, this is so terrifying. And she's like, no, uh, she, she starts describing the death. She's like, this is a death card, but it's not a death of you or a loved one per se. Like, it's not that in that sense. It's that there's a death of a version of you or a version of you that exists out there. And that's something that is no longer going to be in existence going forward. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm on board with that. And so she then continues to go on to talk about some of the next cards and as she continues on, it is more and more career based. It is more and more about what I'm going to be doing with my life and how my life is starting to really like unfold and that I'm getting rooted in nature, which is something that I was initially blocked with in Boston. If we remember that episode about unblocking your chakras and Miralax. So that was something that I had really, really worked hard on and she talked about my feminine energy and how I had a lot of feminine energy, which is, again, something that I've been working on from the first time that I talked to a psychic. So with all of that information, it really, really cemented, okay, 
I am not supposed to be in this calling that I am in or this this calling that I think I'm in, which is this nine to five job that I have that I'm not content with. I don't love it. I don't like showing up to work every, every day. I'm really uncomfortable in where I am. And I say that knowing that I place a lot of comfort in being uncomfortable. I enjoy seeking out uncomfortable situations in terms of I know that this is going to be something that I struggle through, but I want to do it. So with this reading, and obviously there was more to the reading than just those first few cards, but largely the cards that we were getting were really repeating it themselves. And I'll post a picture on my Instagram about what all of the cards are and what their alignment were. And so if you want to take a look at it and if you are into card reading or tarot cards, you might be able to decipher what the correlation to all of it is. Nonetheless, it was really just, again, interesting because she knew nothing about me, but started talking so heavily about an entrepreneurial endeavor that I'm going to be making and that I need to look for a written sign that someone is going to send me a text, send me an email, send me a letter of some kind, letting me know something. So obviously I went to the mailbox today and I got a lot of spam mail or whatever, like garbage mail that wasn't even mine, but it was addressed to my PO box and no letter yet. I've gotten a few messages on LinkedIn, but I'm like, these are, this isn't it. So that was one of the things that she told me to look forward to. But overall, it was a really truly outlining that my path right now, like I am correct. I should be going down this rabbit hole of the podcast and focusing my energy and being more entrepreneurial in it and how I can be really that girl boss that was represented in my tarot cards and really light that flame inside of me and get going and get excited about what I'm doing in this life and why I'm here. And that, to me, was such reassurance, such reassurance that I should be doing what I'm doing. And again, it could have been broad. It This, again, similar to my last reading that I got in Boston, these things that a psychic is telling you could be very broad. And sure, they can apply to anybody. And sure, a text is very vague. Like, you can get a text from anyone and think that it's the next hot thing. But I think that nothing is coincidental. I had this conversation with Sunshine and I think that it is largely confirmation of what I've been doing. The work that I've been doing, the work that I want to do, the what I want to keep doing with my life, where I see myself going forward, really, really just confirmed that I'm supposed to be doing that. And again, it could have been anybody, but it could have been any topic on anything. I thought it was going to be about my love life. It was not about my love life. And so it really, I truly recommend if you are at a crossroads in your life to go and get your tarot cards read or go and get a reading from a psychic. Because the last thing that 
you want to do is put any sort of implicit bias into whatever like career mapping journey or whatever. Like if you are at such a crossroads in your life, you're like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea if the person that I'm dating is who I'm supposed to be dating. I have no idea if this is the career that I'm supposed to be in. I have no idea if this is a state I should be living in. If you need any sort of guidance and you, like, again, don't want to put any confirmation bias or any implicit bias into an app or into your therapist and you just want an unfiltered version of what someone reads from your energy, go to a psychic and get your cards read. That's that's literally all you have to do. It is such a good way to like figure out what you value because again your reading could be anything but also it's what you take away from your reading so there are if you look at the cards that I'm going to post on Instagram there are so many cards and it's what I chose to focus my energy on she did say that I was going to get laid in the next couple of I don't know, the near future, she said. But that's not what I'm choosing to focus my energy on because I quite frankly don't care. But that is something that she brought up and she could have gauged if that was something that I was interested in. She probably read body language, whatever. But still, she fed into or I fed into whatever. We probably both mutually fed into the fact that I was so geared up about this entrepreneurial effort and that's what I wanted to be doing. And so that's what I'm going to do. That's that's largely what I want to do. And so that's what I'm going to do. And this episode, not only is it about what I want to do or who I want to become and what this tarot reading had done for me, it's also I want to put out into this world that, again, I take a lot of comfort in being uncomfortable. I take a lot of comfort in knowing that I want to constantly be challenged. I want to always have something that I am working towards. I get very uncomfortable in situations that I find easy. And if my relationships are currently easy, if my work is currently easy, if my life is currently easy, I feel like it's too, like, it's no fun. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to do it. And so I lose interest and I I leave. And That is something that I need to probably unpack with a therapist in some regard. But for the time being, I want to at least recognize that that is something that I do and own that and now take what I learned from this tarot card reading, which is basically that if you want to be an entrepreneurial bitch, you got to sit down and do the work. And instead of being... And instead of being a jack of all trades, you need to become a master at one of them. You cannot be doing everything under the sun and expecting to be an expert at all of them. You have to do one thing. So that is what I'm going to challenge myself to do. And I know that this is the year where, or this is the time of year where people typically are like, okay, this is what my New Year's resolution is going to be for this year. And I'm going to wait until January 1 to get started. No, I'm starting this now. I am starting this journey of how do I figure out how to get focused on one thing and stay focused on that one thing. I am such a hobby-licious person, stealing that word from Greta, but 
I am such a hobbylicious person in the sense that I want to try everything. I want to do everything, but then I end up being mediocre at a very large amount of things, which ends up playing out in my favor the majority of the time because there's very, very rare occurrences where I'm ever in a situation where I need to be the best at something. Like mediocre normally gets me by, but I want to be the best. I want to be the best podcaster. I want to be the best interviewer. I want to be the best public speaker. And so if I want to be the best, I need to put the work into to do that. And again, that is me recognizing that it is what I am taking into that tarot card reading, but also what I'm absorbing from that tarot card reading and choosing to take out of it. So again, it is really like with these situations, with this tarot card reading, with these situations, with this tarot card reading, it is really just about what you're willing to take from it or what you're able to take from it. And again, I personally like it just because you get the, or the psychic or whoever is doing your tarot card reading, they get the table, they get the floor, they get to do all the talking and you do the listening. Especially if you're an extrovert like me and an extroverted problem solver, you normally find yourself in a spot where you are trying to problem solve your own problems before you even get it conveyed out to your therapist. That was largely my issue. I was normally going to my therapist and being like, yeah, well, I cheated on my boyfriend because I'm uncomfortable in my relationship and I have abandonment issues, so I'm looking for a reason to leave and I want it to be self-deprecating and I want to have a reason to punish myself and so that's why I did it and I no longer want to be with that person and I recognize that in this instance and now we're going to choose to move forward from it and learn from it and grow from it, but I don't think I'm supposed to be with this individual anymore and I think that I can use this as a reflective period of time, blah, 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 blah. Like, I could really unpack my own mental illnesses or whatever things I was doing in my life. And I thought that I didn't need a a therapist, which everyone needs a therapist or a psychic or some sort of mediation in that sense. But I was honestly going to my therapist acting like I had all the answers. And you can just not do that with a psychic. The psychic doesn't care. They don't want to hear your answers because they don't want to hear you talk. They just want to talk. They want to have these higher levels or these higher versions of yourself or whoever is talking to them, talk to them or talk to you through them. So they don't care really what you say. They don't really want to hear your voice. They don't really want to hear what's going on. I mean, they probably do, but don't let that affect the reading. Like it is way better to go in a reading with absolutely nothing because that way, is more accurate of, okay, what is this person actually taking in of me? What am, what am I exuding? Because your energy carries a lot of weight. Your energy is more than just what you look like. It's how you, what the presence and energy that you bring into a situation. You know when you're at a party and like somebody walks in the room and everyone's kind of just like, oh, or somewhat you're in a conversation with a group of people and someone says something like really off-putting and then there's just all that tension. You can literally feel the tension. That is the same thing. Psychics are hyper aware to those senses, to those feelings. They can feel those sensations. They can feel things that we cannot. That's why they're psychics. That's why they do what they do. But That is largely what my takeaways were from my tarot card reading exercise with Psychic Sunshine. And again, I'm going to have her on the episode or I'm going to have her on the podcast and I'm really excited about it. We're planning it out right now, but I think it's going to be good and it's going to be a very informative session 
informative session um, with somebody who is an expert in this space. So I'm really excited about that. And if you have any questions, please send them to the at the underscore aspiring adult on Instagram, on TikTok. I also have a link in my link tree on Instagram that you can put questions into anonymously and we can go from there and we can ask the psychic sunshine anything that you want about psychic reading. And thanks so much for listening to the Aspiring Adult Podcast. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and enjoy your Thanksgiving. And think about something that you're grateful for. And then if it's a person, verbalize it to that person. If it's yourself, write it down in your journal so that you can reflect and look at it in months down the road when you're having a really tough time. You can see, okay, this is why I'm really grateful for myself. Or if it's with a person, then you can know that you told that person how you really truly felt that you were grateful for them. So again, show gratitude, show gratefulness, and have a happy... Have a healthy and happy Thanksgiving, and thanks again for listening. Bye!